Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we try to do here every single day. Our quote for today... Fearlessness is not the absence of fear. It's the mastery of fear. It's about getting up one more time than we fall down. Damn, Ariana Huffington. Right? Oh, that's like Ariana meets Rocky. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So good. Right? Fearlessness is not the absence of fear. It's the mastery of fear. That is so good. We should have her back on the show just to talk about that. Amen. Because... I think what she's saying is, is you got to figure out how to move past the fear to get to what you want. Like Georgia Dare, one of my favorite quotes was, everything you want is on the other side of fear. You guys know I love putting myself in scary situations. I thrive in that kind of sink or swim moment. Um, Doesn't mean I, I mean, I like it and I don't like it, right? It's a very complex thing. Um, but it's, it's, it's the mastery of fear is maybe how to use it, um, to propel you forward, how to manage it. Um, and it's getting, it's about getting up one more time than we fall down. And that's, you know, Bob Backlund, my, my friend and wrestler always says, you never lose unless you quit. And it really is the truth. When I was growing up and I started dreaming about being in this business and making it, making it big someday, I always thought to myself, well, if I make all the right choices, like I would envision a ladder and I would envision myself kind of climbing that ladder and I would think of the people ahead of me are going to make poor choices. <laughs> Someone's going to date the wrong person. Someone's going to start doing drugs. Someone's going to, they're going to make poor choices and they're going to fall. And I'm just going to keep on climbing, just keep on steady and keep making good decisions after good decisions. And staying is like, 
as good and on the straight and narrow as I can. Doesn't mean you're perfect. Doesn't mean you don't make little teeny mistakes or whatever, but I'm really going to, I also used to say I'm going to live my life like I'm running for president because I always said I was going to run for president someday. And so I was like, I got to stay out of trouble. I got to keep, you know, keep clean. But I always envisioned it like a ladder. And if I kept to it, I would make it. That was just how I thought about things in my head. If I just stick with it, um, eventually my endurance will win out. And it happened a lot faster than it does for most people. Um, but, um, But I do think that mentality will serve you in the end. It's really about kind of that persistence and perseverance. A lot of the P's are really important. And it's... Like you said, right, it's it's not <clears throat> overthinking the like perfectionism element of things. It's just doing it and doing it to like what you think is the best choice or the best way or it, but it's doing it. Yeah. And I think that like you did a lot of those things, like you just did it. You wrestled. You didn't know if you were going to be good. Mm-hmm. You just did it. So I think that yeah. that's like such a good lesson because so many of us, when I posted on the Better Together account, you know, asking people for questions for you. A lot of people, it's fear. How do you get over fear? Mm -hmm. Fear of starting a business, fear of getting into the business, especially women. We are crippled by fear Mm -hmm. and judgment. And it's like, I look at you and you could have been like, hell no, I'm not wrestling. I'm going to look silly. And you did it and you did it and you look you were great, you know? Yeah. So I think And I do like, it despite the fear. Correct. correct. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny. So um, before we get any deeper, what up, Heel Squad? Thank you for being back with us here. Um, we're going to be rounding out uh, Badass Female Entrepreneur Week, apparently, as Kelsey <laughs> sprung on me, with me. Yay! Um, but how appropriate, because last night on the plane ride back here, I started writing my course. So I'm going to do a small course with boss babe on, um, how to, uh, be a broadcaster, kind of like how to hone your interviewing skills and, um, share some of my tips and tricks. And I'm terrified. I'm like, I, a course me, why am I going to do a course? I, I don't know. First of all, I don't know how to do this. I was terrified at the whole thought. Meanwhile, one of my other mantras was always, if someone else has done it, I can do it. Like, there's no excuse. If someone else has gone to the moon, I can go to the moon. If someone else has run this race and survived, I can run this race, whatever it is. That's always helped me with fear because I'm like, why would they be any better than me? I can do it. If they can do it, I can do it. And so it's harder as you get older, by the way. So now there's so much more doubt that creeps in. I'm like, oh my God, creating a course. This is like a mountain. I've got to climb. And and so Danielle Canty from Boss Babe was like, oh my God, we're here to help you. We're going to do this. This is so cool. We'll introduce your audience to this. Maybe this is something they want from you. And maybe this is something you'll enjoy. So she's like, dip your toe, try it. And so we'll have them on before my course goes live with them. I think they're think it might happen in early February. I'm shooting it in January. But um, I was on the plane and I was writing kind of my story and my things. And it's funny because a lot of people have to kind of almost manufacture their credit, you know, their their credentials. Like, okay, I worked really hard and I did this. I made a million dollars and you can too. And it's like, oh shit, I've done a lot of stuff. Like I, I can't even fit my credentials in the, in the opening paragraph. I was like, whoa, okay, maybe we'll cut out all this stuff and just keep it to this part of the world that I was in, right? Um, but, and it just kind of makes you realize that I think also as as women, we are so good at not being cocky and, you know, full of ourselves. So we totally dismiss our accomplishments, which Kevin was working on with me the other night. He's like, you should be so proud of yourself. You made your first million before 25. You did this, you did that. You took care of your parents. You did all of it. You handled all of it. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I guess I kind of did. Like there might be a moment where I'm like, I'm proud that I, you know, really took care of my, my mom and whatever, or a moment of, oh, wow, I'm really proud. I actually went forward with WrestleMania, even though I'd busted ribs and broken feet and the whole thing. But when you look at the collection of things, you're like, wow, I don't feel that on a day-to-day basis. I feel so nothing compared to even like 10% of what I've done. 
So that's definitely something we need to really start embracing. And and I took a page out of Bo's, um, Bo's uh, St. John, the CMO of Netflix's page, where she talked about creating her hype crowd. And, you know, if we don't hype each other up, I mean, how how are we to even um, know what we've done? Because I know in my work environments, my superiors... When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Generally speaking, 99% of them wanted to hold me under, you know, keep me under their thumb or under their foot tell me that I was shit so that I wouldn't renegotiate for more money because I was bringing ratings up. I was bringing the stars in. I was, I was winning for them, which only means at the next contract, you're going to have to pony up. <laughs> so if we teach her that she's shit and we really reinforce that she's shit enough, she won't ask for that or she won't know her value. She'll keep thinking she has to prove her value to us, which is another manipulation technique where it's like, Oh no, you're not that great. So then you feel like, Oh, Oh, let me please you. Let me, let me, let me show you how much more I can do. And that's what I was doing. Right. With, with you guys, what do we do? We're always like, that was amazing. Thank you. That was great. Whatever. It's a different environment, right? Absolutely. And so you don't have to feel like you have to get it from external sources. We're like, let's pat ourselves on the back, pat each other on the back. Yep. And, um, and so, it's it's important if you're not getting it from your immediate superiors and the people you're working for to create your own so you don't forget who you are and lose yourself in there and lose your value and lose your self-worth. So they did a number Boom. on me because eventually they wore me down. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better. And it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content. And a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community? Or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment. And we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. Um, but I I was starting my course yesterday in writing and realizing just kind of how much ADD I probably have undiagnosed because I'm like, <laughs> this is so hard. Yeah. Um, because I, I'm... I, you know, if it's like one question by one question. So she was like, I'll, I'll make it simple for you. Like, I'll just, you know, tell you answer this here, answer that there. Um, but I'm doing it. And that's the point is it doesn't have to be perfect. You just got to go forward and do it. You're going to learn each time you're going to get stronger. It's like when you're trying to learn a new dance, you're going to put one one move next to the next move to the next move. It's going to be hard as shit in the beginning but then eventually there's going to be a flow. So we can't expect to be amazing right off the bat, right? This course I'm going to look back on in 10 years, maybe if I ever even go down that path and be like, wow, that sucked. But right now it's going to be great because it's my best I can do right now. And you also still have 
like even what you think is like crap like it's gonna be so good maria like you don't i don't think you realize how much you give like how much value i mean even in a show where you're like and eh, that was like whatever that chat show was whatever i'm like what i got like 20 <laughs> like nuggets of like you know what i mean yeah. so it's like it's gonna be i'm so excited that you're doing this course like i wanted you to do this for like it's gonna be so good yeah. people are going to love it well that's how the story of my first book the every girl's guide mm-hmm. to life which i thought about on the plane and i'm going to talk to audible and maybe update it I love that. Because I have so much stuff I want to share in there. And I'm like, I don't know if I can write another book. But I can do an audible version where I'm off the cuff adding and updating. I think it'd be kind of cool. Anyway, I'll figure out how that all works. But um, when I wrote my first book, well, Kevin and I did it together. um, The publisher said that we were writing a bad book. And I was like, I don't know. Is this shit? I don't know. Like, they're the big bad publisher. And so I sent some chapters out to friends and, you know, people I respected, like old teachers, my choir sisters. I'm like, is this information that would be helpful to you? Because I could be totally crazy and think that this stuff is helpful and maybe it's not. And they were like, oh my God, this is amazing. And of course the book was a New York Times bestseller for I think 10 straight weeks. Um, They couldn't keep it on the shelves. They had to keep reproducing books. It was really cool. So you know, you might not, th- because we take things for granted. Like I take my skill set for granted sometimes, right? And I also think like with the course, I was like, well, I don't, what, what am I going to teach them? Just like one or two things. Like there isn't a lot. And then I started writing. I'm like, oh shit, there's a lot. And that's why not everyone can do it. It's, it's, there is a recipe of so many things that have to come together. Even though I don't want to overwhelm you, there are a lot of, pieces to the puzzle so the more you can start acquiring those pieces and start putting them together for yourself then you can you know move forward but um but it's kind of funny that we're talking about this right now as i was starting to kind of script this out but then i started realizing oh i could do this in a future one and so i started writing that paragraph and this one and this one and i haven't typed in so long that my thumb was so tired i had to stop but that's um, exciting yeah that's really exciting. I'm curious. I'm stuck on the pieces. Will you talk to us kind of about the different pieces that you think are important or key for like someone who wants to get into this industry and into your business, into our business? What do you think those are? Uh, broad question, Kelsey, but I'll do my best. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm circling back on you just said that you think there's so many different pieces. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, in, being a broadcaster, there are so many pieces mm-hmm. and making it in the business, there are so many pieces. Um, I really think that, you know, if you find someone that is a good person, that has vision, that's mm-hmm. smart and is going somewhere, hitch your wagon to them. Mm-hmm. You've hitched your wagon to us. Mm-hmm. I think that's smart because I think that we're a good wagon to hitch to, right? Mm -hmm. I hitched my wagon to Kevin at 19. I was like, all right, shit's going wrong for him right now, but I believe in him and I think he's going to figure it out. And I think he's going to help me figure it out. And against all odds, we were living in a basement on a floor next to many other humans and rats and, you know, cobwebs. Um we figured it out. He figured it out. We figured it out and we did it together because we're better together. Um, so if you don't know how to get in, find someone that is and, and, and work with them. So Kevin's been mentoring this girl, Mackenzie, who's been a part of our world and life for a long time. We threw her wedding at our house in Connecticut and she, Um, she wants to get into like mommy blogging and he's like, go find a mommy blogger, kick ass for her, work your butt off. You know how to produce. We taught you how to produce. We taught you how to, you know, do all, go work for her, do everything you can to endear yourself to her. And eventually you're going to start to get that shine. You're getting the shine off of this show. You're co-hosting here. You're, you're a part of the, the fabric of this show. And but people that, but love right. you and they're fans of yours. Right. So if you wanted to say, screw you, Maria, someday, you go off, you'll have your your little thing. 
And then you can build it from there. I would never say screw you, Maria, but. But you know what I'm saying? It's like you can break off if you really want to. Right. Now, you know, everybody's going to be different and everyone's going to have different paths. But if you really want to do something like this and you don't know how to get in, endear yourself to someone else. Learn from them, grow from them, appreciate them, of course. Um, and, and be honorable with how you do things. But, you know, that's the kind of best way. Like there's so many people and so many examples of like co-hosts who have been able to live an extremely, like, like Howard Stern, all of his posse, they live very, very big lives. Right. And it's so easy to fault the, you know, the guy in the big chair and say, well, he's doing all this and or you could appreciate the shine that you're getting mm-hmm. and know how hard it is to be the guy in the chair. Right. 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 And so, um, you know, without naming names, people have really, really successful lives. And so sometimes the full shine not, might not be for you. It might be too much for you because there is a lot that goes with it, a lot of pain. Um, but you can do it like that. I always say, you know, that's the easiest and best route in. Everybody needs help. I always need help. Come in, kick ass, make it so I can't live without you. Pooja is a great example. Pooja, we couldn't afford when she came in. I don't know how it all happened. All of a sudden, Pooja was here. And I'm like, how are we going to pay for this? But then Pooja started kicking ass. And guess what? She's paying for herself, right? That's it. That's oh. Pooja, would you like to say something? <laughs> I was just going to say thank, thank you. <laughs> with their mics, everybody. So they have to push a button to speak. So it takes this takes awkward moment. It's like, ah. But it's true. Like, so you come in and you're helping me with all these other things. Like you pay for yourself. And I now can't live without you because you're such an essential part of this team. You're the organized, like detailed one on the team where I know I can go to you for X, Y, and Z. Like, and you bring a great voice to the show too, but you know, it, you gotta go in and you have to, you have to, um, make yourself invaluable wherever. So we always need people. So go be that person for somebody and learn and grow and be essential to their team. And you will figure it out from there. And I think too, it's like, I love that Marin. I think don't get discouraged if, the first person you try and hitch to mm-hmm. isn't the right person. You know, yeah. like I have hitched myself to many a people that have not been the right people. Kevin Maria were my people. They were my right people. And I knew it going into after buzz. I was like, I want to hitch myself to them. <laughs> then I met Kevin and I was like, yup. Then I met Maria and I was like, yup, yup. Like, so I think don't be discouraged if, you know, like Ariana said, mm-hmm. it's like getting over that, like doing what, it, what was it? One more time over. Getting up one more time, then we fall down. Exactly. And that's the thing. So then the other part of it is once you're in, oh, it's hard, people. Again, it's not for everyone. The pace of trying to win on a higher level, whether it's being a doctor. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. You know doctors are working around the clock. We know Dr. Aaron and working around the clock, holidays, weekends, busting ass, okay? Nothing worth it comes easy, unfortunately. It just isn't. I wish there was another way. There isn't. Um, 
And there's going to be a period of time where it's got to be like that. And then it gets easier in some ways and harder again in other ways. So there is a lot of cycles to it, but it's not easy. And when you're called on to rise, you have two options. And we've talked about this, Kelsey. You've had a moment where you're either going to rise or you're going to crumble under the pressure. And you rose. But I've seen 99% of people crumble. And then they make it your fault. And is it their fault or is it that you couldn't step up? You couldn't see past your defense mechanisms to say, oh, this is an opportunity for growth. Oh, they're sharing this with me for my better growth. It just sucks because I'm going to have to like adjust, change, push a little harder, whatever it is to get to that next level. Everything's a level and it's a leveling up and you're going to have to stretch to get to that next level. And it's really hard. It's really hard. Kevin looked at me so many times. I wanted to kill him. So many times he was like, honey, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, but we're in a jam. They're doing X, Y, and Z to us. The only way out is to work harder. That's the only thing I can see. We're going to have to work harder. He's like, I'm going to do everything I can to support you, but we're going to have to work harder. And I'm like, mm. how much harder can I go? You're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's like 48 out of 52 weeks, seven days a week. Jesus how much Christ. harder can mm. I go? But you can. And you do, um, if that's what you really, really want. But if you really just want a simpler life, you have to be honest with yourself and the people around you. You know what? This isn't for me. And that's great, right? right? By the way, same thing for me. I'm not on the same pace level that I was before. I can't do that. So um, so you have to be honest and and have time to kind of reflect on what you really want. And at each juncture, things kind of change. Um, but yeah, it takes it takes a real determination, a real will, a real level of endurance, and um, the ability to continue to morph and change and grow. As the weather gets colder, well, everywhere but LA, and the year creeps to an end, we all have one thing on our minds. Christmas, the holidays, the best time of the year, but for some, it can be the toughest, most stressful, and lonely time. I, for one, can say this is going to be a hard holiday season for us without my mom, and you know what? It's okay to not always be merry and cheery and to feel those feelings, but it is important to get the support you need. You've heard me talk about Talkspace. It's the number one online therapy platform that has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and much more. With Talkspace, you're able to access providers from your device 24-7. It's like having a therapist in your pocket. So if you need a little support to help you through the end of the year or want to start building towards a better upcoming year, Talkspace is here to help. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code BETTER. That's $100 off when you use the code BETTER at Talkspace.com. I know in today's hectic and stress-filled world, we're always looking for ways to improve our overall wellness. That's why I'm so excited to invite you to watch a wellness panel I moderated brought to you by Sprouts Farmers Market over at sprouts.com backslash live stream. We chatted about gut health, inflammation, immunity, stress, and anxiety because who can't use some help in those areas? I know I can. You're going to be so inspired to hear from the golden girl of wellness herself, Candice Kumai, discuss the principle of kintsugi and some seriously delicious wellness friendly recipes. Dr. Josh Axe and Jordan Rubin, co-founders of Ancient Nutrition, also brought some incredible gut health and inflammation tips like how to pick a probiotic and incorporate bone broth. Finally, New York Times bestselling author and founder of The One, Naomi Whittle, introduced us to Spice Fruit, an amazing supplement for metabolic health. Guys, you can't miss this conversation. Head over to sprouts.com slash live stream to catch the recording. After you watch, you might just be inspired to stock up on some goodness for delivery or curbside pickup at shop.sprouts.com. I love, I'm just sitting in here, like, I love when... RGF, something that Kevin says, and then you say are like the same. Literally last week we talked about knowing what you want versus what you really want. Oh, yeah. If you want to be healthy, but you're smoking six cigarettes a day, no, what you really want is to smoke those six cigarettes. It's not to be healthy. So anyways, I love it. I think that that's yeah, like, it's true. It's so true. Know what you really want and be okay with mm -hmm. if it's not, you know, at the end of the day, getting into the industry or whatever you want, like you said, just to have an easier, happy life. 
that's fine. Be okay with that. Yep. But know what you really want. Anyways, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And pushing through fear is a really, really big one. Yeah. It's a really big one. Like I, I'm having to kind of push through different fears now. Um, and it's hard, you know, you have to come out of your comfort zone. You have to like put yourself out there and, um, but that's the only way to get to the other side. Yeah. And I think it's important, especially for young people right now, like my age who are getting into the industry to know it's going to be so scary. Like when I first started, it was so scary. Not because you guys were scary, but just because I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. Like this is my first like real job. And I think a lot of my friends right now too, it's everyone's going now everyone's kind of getting over the hump because it's been like, you know, a few months into our, all of our jobs, but it's like, you're scared shitless. And you're like, <laughs> what am I doing? Like I, and if something goes wrong, it's on you. Like you can't just put it on anyone else. Like now it's, it's, you're the person who has the job. Like, you know, when you're an intern, it's like, okay, your supervisor should have checked, blah, 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 blah. Like if I do something wrong, it's not on Kelsey. It's on me. It's not on you. It's on me. And so just knowing like it will get, it will get easier. Like you'll get in your groove, you'll get mm -hmm. in your flow. Every, like you'll start to acclimate and you'll start to adapt and it'll be fine. But no, like, I think it's good you're saying like, there's going to be a little hump mm -hmm. and it's going to suck. Maybe in more places it'll suck less like here. It didn't really suck that bad. It was just scary. You'll get over it and, and it'll be okay. But I wish I heard that like coming into adulthood that it's, it's going to be a little scary and, yeah. and you're going to have major growth. <laughs> Kelsey knows all about it. Well, I <laughs> she always too, it's like what Maria is saying. It's like, know that it's, you get over the hump, but it's not like you coast after the hump. No, like, there's another one coming. There's yeah. another hump. Like, <laughs> yeah. More I'm, and more. Exactly. I want a different hump than Pooja is. Maria's right. on a different hump than I am. Like, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, life is hard. Yeah. It is hard. But it is you, a game. You now have like that experience from the first one True. that it's like, okay, I, now I know how to handle myself. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's yeah. confidence. Yeah. You build yes. your confidence. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And P, the great thing about you is you were humble and you were forthright. Like if you made a mistake, you're like, I'm so sorry, that won't happen again. And I believed you, right? And and I know as someone who, you know, is a lot more experienced. By the way, I had my first assistant, I think I was 23. That's so crazy. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I feel so bad. I thought they were supposed to be superhuman and do everything. That's what everybody told me. They're like, they would give you the sheet. Like, this is what you need to send out for your resume. Like you want, you want them to do this, 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 and this. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's how they do it. So, so then you think that this person in the job of an assistant is supposed to be superwoman or Superman. They're supposed to know everything. Like there was, there was an assistant for Tom Cruise who told me that if she heard him from the other side of the room say, Oh, I want to see that movie. She would have it in his hands like the next minute. Like she was super, super like human. And so you're just kind of feeling your way through and I'm bumping my head trying to do 20 hour days and all this stuff. And now I got to manage this person and Oh, they're disappointing me at every turn because they're not superhuman. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely a whole different person now in this position than I was when I was younger. Cause I didn't know what the hell I was doing and I had such expectations. Um, and I feel so bad. Luckily 90% of them are still in my life and love me because <laughs> they know I'm a good person <laughs> and I love them. But, um, I'm sure there are a few who are like, she's a nightmare. And I'm like, I didn't know. But, um, but I think, I think oh, I forget where I was going with this with you. Um, I think that, oh, I was saying I'm in a different position now where I know you're not supposed to be superhuman. I know that you're going to make mistakes and I have to have the patience and the empathy to say, okay, I'm going to ride with you and keep teaching you so that you can know what I need how I need it done, blah, blah, blah. Cause everyone's going to have their ways. Um, but your humility and your, um, your kind of detailed, you know, nature really helped. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really big lesson for people. You have to be, I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria. My mom would say in her Greek accent, Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. 
I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. You have to be truly apologetic if you are screwing up and you have to make it so that you don't have to have the same thing happen over and over. Right. You don't want to be saying the same shit over and over. Why does this keep happening? Why does this keep happening? So it's like there's a maturity that comes with having a job. You've mm-hmm. got to like take ownership and you've got to fix whatever it is. I think it's a good lesson too for, you know, supervisors. I, you're really good, Maria. You like there's been a couple of times where it's like I've done, I don't know, messed up on something and been like truly like scared shitless to tell you because I've had other bosses that would have like lit me on fire. <laughs> and I've been so surprised. Now I'm not surprised because I know who you are. But like starting out, I was surprised of like how like, OK, you were or, like, OK, then let's like let's fix it next time. Like, let's do better next time. Like, so I think that that's such a good lesson for leaders, supervisors, bosses, whatever you are like know that your assistants or your whomever is like they aren't super human and like they can't do everything so if they are gonna say that they will fix it next time then it's like okay they mess up the same thing 14 times it's like that's a little that's bit of a different story <laughs> right <laughs> right that's fair that, and that's fair that's very fair that's fair yeah. but you're really yeah. good at like like i'm t- i can think of a couple where i was like oh my god and then you didn't bite my head off which i was like Wait, what? That's never happened to me before. Yeah. So well, anyways. Here's the key is if I know you're working hard and you're really trying, what am I right. gonna do? Right. I, I can't. There's no there's no way. But if you're, you know, screwing around and you don't care and it's obvious, then yeah, it's gonna be a problem and it's not gonna last. But I, I think it was when I had surgery and I was off the crazy pace and the merry-go-round. Because when you're in that pressure position, and I was telling um, Erica Nardini this, I did her podcast while I was on the East Coast. I said, you know, I watched, I I saw this quick headline um, recently about a 24-year-old who had built this billion-dollar business. 24, okay? And her employees were taking her down. And they were like, it's so crazy that, you know, it was so toxic and all of this stuff. And I was like... I really challenge any of those people to think of what they would be like at 24 running a billion dollar company. No one's perfect. Okay. And yes, it might be, I don't know anything, but I do know how hard it is to run a ship. And at 24, you know, nothing. Okay. So you're just trying. So you've got to have some room for like empathy and say, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe she's going to learn, or I, I should just leave this situation. This isn't working for me, find something else or whatever. But it's really hard when you expect the same from people who were in high pressure positions. So for me, I was, you know, before I, you know, had my brain tumor, I was hosting e-news, um, trying to, uh, going through IVF, which that stuff makes you crazy for sure. I called my doctor one day and I said, I want to drive my car through a brick wall and I mean it. And she goes, stop taking the meds, stop taking the meds. I'm like, okay, okay. And I didn't know the tumor was growing in my head with the hormones being increased. So my head was exploding, like the pressure was so bad. So anyhow, my mom um, had been diagnosed with, you know, stage four brain cancer. Like there was a lot of pressure on me. So yeah. Am I going to handle myself the best possible way? No, it's not. It's just not easy to. Um, and you're going to have your moments. But um, but I think it was after surgery where I realized, what am I? Well, what are we all thinking in this business? <laughs> we all think that assistants are supposed to be superhumans. 90% of the ones that came my way had never traveled out of their state. 
have never left California. Why am I expecting a 20-something-year-old to book my travel accordingly? I've traveled for now 20 years. How am I expecting them to know even a, a, a hundredth of what they need to know if they've never even traveled? What, what are we all thinking in this business? But that's kind of the norm here is this is what you should be expecting of someone. And I laughed recently because a friend of mine is looking for an assistant and she sent me the, like the call, the call out sheet, like, this is what I'm looking for. And I literally cracked up laughing because I know she got it from some other executive who interviews for assistance, who also is looking for that superhuman, perfect person that does not exist. And I was like, you're never going to find this. This is insanity. You think that someone in their early 20s is supposed to mark, be a marketing expert, be a sales expert, be, you know, uh, an executive, uh, you know, running your company, doing deals for you. Like, what are we friggin' talking about? But it's, it's this thing that just kind of happens and an expectation level that just is passed on and passed on. And I only realized it after I had some time to just stop and think. I was like, this is crazy time. So that's when I stopped having assistance. I was like, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. First of all, I'm going to know how to do my shit better than anybody. I'm done. That's it. Now, I keep making the mistake of trying to do my own travel. And I don't know why. I did, obviously, I do farm out my big trips. Um, but yeah, that's just not my thing. <laughs> Kevin was a, a lot. Kevin was watching me book travel the other day. And he's like, this isn't your thing, honey. And I'm like, no, I hate it. It stresses me out so much. It's and you take me for granted and I do it all. And you complain about this flight time and this car <laughs> and this, that. I go and I have to do it all. He's like, I'll take it over. And I go, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Travel's the worst. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, those are those are the realizations. I love that. Um, I love that. We had some good um questions from mm -hmm. some of our patreon people and from some of our interns okay. that i threw out in front of you but a couple of them i think were really really good okay you, do you want Shoot. me to do you want me to read them yeah okay well hold on i have to pull <laughs> okay perfect can hey. i choose my favorite choose your favorite okay and i'll choose one after you um this one was about burnout so uh, that's the one i was gonna do oh my god so uh a Patreon member asked, what are some long-term and short-term tactics you use to combat burnout? Hmm. <clears throat> well, as someone who deals with extreme fatigue <laughs> on a daily basis, I'm still figuring that out. Uh, Yoga Nidra has been really, really helpful because I will stop once a day for sure and do it in the middle of my day to kind of replenish and, and get my head not to hurt anymore. Um, and then I will do it in the mornings as well. So now I've definitely kind of upped my yoga nidra game because it just feels so good. Um, and then what I used to do is um, I used to take like a half a Friday off where um, I would tell my assistant at the time, I would say, Hey, nothing gets scheduled you know, Friday past noon, anything has to get done, has to get done before then. When I'm done with the show, I am out and I am done. So those moments when I was kind of burning out or exhausted, I would do things like that. Um, I would have a day where I just don't use my phone. I'm like, okay, today I'm going to leave my phone. I'm not going to use it at all. And the world's just going to have to go around. Um, and I would do things that would replenish me. You have to be careful depending on where you are with burnout, you know, going on a hike might actually hurt you more than help you, but you have to kind of feel it out. Like, am I going to be more tired or is this going to reinvigorate me? So I would do things that I know fill my cup and nature fills my cup. It makes me feel so good. So maybe I won't go on like an extreme hike, but I'll go on a walk through the neighborhood where I can smell the roses and feel good. Um, I try to do that. And then I'm trying to be kind to myself and realize that, um, you know, if you're burnt out, you've probably gone through a lot. Um, and so I have been burnt out. I've gone through a lot. I've had a lot. And so I, I try to be, I try, I don't always succeed. I try to be compassionate with myself and try to remind myself like you've been through a lot. Not everybody goes through major brain surgery. 
Not everyone has to watch their mom go through major brain surgery. Not everyone has a dad who keeps soaring through the sky and hitting trees with his minivan and, and crashing. <laughs> Guys, I, did I show I you the newest picture? No. No. My dad showed me the picture. They went back to the scene of the crime. My dad, if you guys didn't hear this in a prior episode, uh, while we were in Italy, um, his blood sugar dropped so extremely low that he didn't realize he was going off a dead end, soared through the sky 10 feet, hit a tree mid, like a super tall tree. You see the smash in the middle of the tree where he nicked the tree. Um, and then fell down 20 feet into a ravine where he hit more trees and the trees are what stopped him from hitting other things, I guess. So, um, yeah, like we, (laughs) as a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery, (laughs) you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. It just is. It just is what it is. So you just kind of, um, you have to like give yourself some, some compassion and some empathy and realize that, um, some of us have to deal with more things than others and, you know, may make you more tired emotionally, spiritually, physically. So whatever makes you feel better in those areas, you have to incorporate into your days. Yeah. I love that. This one kind of ties into it. Um, a little bit when going through intense hardships while also having to navigate life as a very, or as a very busy entrepreneur, um, what is something, if any advice or a certain thing that keeps you motivated and going each and every day? Uh, the motivation is usually to keep food on the table for everybody. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, for me, that's always, I got to keep going. I got to make sure I can still take care of everybody. That's always my thing. I want to make sure that, um, my family's taken care of. And so that's always been my motivation. Um, because that was the reason I wanted to make it in the first place was to take care of my family. So, um, that, that's what helps me keep going. But, um, you know, dealing with crisis is something I've recently realized that Kevin and I are super experts at. Um, we know how to put our superhero capes on and run and go, And, um, and so it's our superpower I'm realizing and, uh, and we just know how to do it because we know how to drop everything and just figure it out. Now we also know how to kind of shift and help each other. So when I am beyond exhausted and need a break, Kevin jumps in and he handles things. Um, I find that to be a really huge privilege because a lot of people are doing this on their own. Um, but you have to be able to ask for help. I think when you're going through crisis, whether you like it or not, and if you don't have a Kevin, um, you need to be able to ask for help. And, um, and that's that. I mean, think about last time this year, last time this year, I think my dad was just being released to me from UCLA. Both of my parents were in the hospital with COVID. Kevin was trying to finish the renovation here. Kelsey and I, Kevin asked Kelsey, can you stay with her? I think that's what happened, right? He asked you. And you were shitting yourself because we're in the throes of everybody having COVID, but you were like facing fear. You're like, I got to be there, which thank you again. You're welcome. And Kelsey and I stayed at, you know, a property down the street that we were um, selling and, and, uh, and so, and I needed her. I, I literally couldn't field yeah. all the phone calls from two different hospitals at the same time. Well, you would have withered. Like, there's no way. There's no way. 
I couldn't get food. I yeah. didn't ha- like it was yeah. it was so much yeah. to have two parents on the brink of death at the same time on two different hospitals. It was so much. So you have to be able to ask for help. And um, as I've realized, and somebody recently was saying this too, and I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was like a Wayne Dyer or something. The people you think are going to be there are not the ones who will be there. You'll always be surprised. And now having had, I think it was with Diane Gray, um, our, our grief doula, we had a, a special, our Patreon heal event with her. I think it was with her that I realized, yeah, some people are good in crisis. And those are the ones who are going to put the superhero cape on for you. The ones that don't, we have to have some empathy for, because even though we wish they would do for us what we do for them, that's us having expectations and expectations are always a setup for, for, for letdown. And no matter how much I know that I still fall into that trap, but, um, but it's always going to be the people who are good at it. So make sure you have at least one of those people in your posse, <laughs> right? That was like Evie Pomporis. Literally yep. when my parents were in the hospital, she's like, honey, I'm getting on a plane and I'm coming to help you. You can't do this alone. And I'm like, both my parents were just released to me. They both have COVID still. You can't get COVID. I'm not going to no. Like, and she was serious. She really would have gotten on a plane. She meant it. And I know it. And I'm so grateful to have people like her in my life that, and you who will in those moments set fear aside and say, you know, somebody needs help. Yep. And I think, I mean, it's massive. You have to ask. Like you said, you have to, have to, have to ask. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, Hill Squad. Are you guys having trouble sleeping or having any back pain? Maybe it's time to start thinking about a new mattress. And you know I love my Sleep Number mattress. If you're like me, you hate mattress shopping. You go lay on a million beds, end up dizzy and hungry, and just pick something because you're desperate. I've always gone home unhappy, but not anymore. Okay, I don't know why we didn't know about Sleep Number before. Maybe it was just me. But you go online, take a quiz, then you go into the store, and they use a high-tech mattress to discover your pressure points. It's actually a perfect process. Then they take your sleep number. Mine's 25. You lay on one or two beds that the quiz chose for you, and boom, you're done. And their beds are even more high-tech and mind-blowing than I have time to tell you right now, but just wait till you try. I almost cried. And my bed is temperature balancing, so my house doesn't have to be an igloo at night. And I have a foot heater. What is this? And if Kevin's snoring, I can raise his head with my controls. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Don't go anywhere else ever. Discover special offers right now for a limited time at your local Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com backslash better. Sleep Number. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. The holidays are all about coming together and creating the magic of the season. Sure, you can buy ornaments and decorations, but isn't building your own so much more fun? This year, KiwiCo invites your family to make the holidays a little more hands-on, all while learning a thing or two along the way. KiwiCo is the one-stop gift shop for kids of every interest and age. Kids can discover the mechanics behind everyday objects, learn the science of cooking, explore new cultures, and practice new art and design techniques, all through fun, hands-on projects. Their website is amazing. There are so many cool things to choose from. I personally am buying the light up haunted house for me, Kelsey and Pooja, to build when we need a little brain break. But seriously, this holiday season, give the gift of a fun, hands-on holiday experience with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with code BETTER at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com with the promo code BETTER. Okay, here's another one. Okay. What are some of the biggest challenges you faced as an entrepreneur? And when you decided this was the path you wanted to take, what um, was the process of starting? Like, what did that look like for you? I think the hardest part about being an entrepreneur is figuring out how you're going to pay for everything when money isn't coming in. And so with AfterBuzz, for example, we deficit financed that company for over a decade. And at some point when I wanted to shut it down, um, I remember it was right after my surgery. I think I did a speech there and shared my story with everybody. And there were letters that had come in prior from a couple of people who said, 
how much it changed their lives being at AfterBuzz and and learning from us and how much their lives were impacted in ways that we would never know. And these beautiful letters just like poured in right at that moment where I was like, huh. And I remember Joan Rivers had said, um, I remember hearing a story that she would put all of her housekeepers' kids through college and how important she thought it was to have an education and how she went to that expense to make sure that they were educated. And I remember hearing that when I was younger and being like, that's amazing. I want to be able to do that someday. And then I realized, oh shit, I'm doing that. Like we have hundreds of kids who want to be hosts, who want to do what I do. And we've built this platform where they actually get in instantly. They're on camera. They're gaining fans, gaining credibility, gaining real, getting jobs. We're mentoring through through the whole process. We're helping to get them jobs. And I was like, oh, I'm not just doing it for three or four people. I'm doing it for now thousands of, of young aspiring hosts. So I was like, maybe I should stick with this a little longer. <laughs> and, and if that's my contribution, that's me paying for those kids college. That makes me feel good. And so I'm going to keep doing it. So that was a shift in, okay, this isn't making money. It is a lot of work. And by the way, a lot of pain along the way too because it's not easy. But that's when I shifted the mentality around why I was doing it. And it felt like a greater mission for me um, than just, okay, is this going to turn into something? And and how is this all going to work? And so, um, you know, we had to take a break um, during COVID for obvious reasons. And also my mom was getting worse and I had to shift funds in that direction. But, um, but I'm really proud of what we did and, and how many people that we helped. So I love that. Now, Afterbus was the best. I remember when I heard about it for the first time, I was like, wait, is this a joke? You just go and you get accepted because here's the thing, right? And I don't know, most people probably know this, but if you want to be a host, they tell you, you have to have experience and you have to have a reel. Mm Mm-hmm. But then to how get you an sp- agent. To get an agent. But then how are you supposed to get that if no one's giving you the time? So it's like, what do you do? It's this catch-22. And I yeah. remember hearing... You can't get a job without an agent. You can't get an agent right. without the job. So it's the chicken or the egg. Exactly. So it's like, uh, okay. And I remember hearing about AfterBuzz and I was like, wait, what? It's like this glorified grad school where like... And Maria's the biggest name in the business and she's the best. So it's like... The, anyways, it was... The hot second I was there and now I'm with you forever, but it was the best thing in the whole world. And I miss talking about TV every day, Yeah, every day. But okay, here's another one, Maria. I like this one a lot. Um, If my phone will unlock. (laughs) Okay. Ooh. When someone in the family becomes successful, I know it can be, there can, it can cause resentment. How (laughs) do you handle jealousy? Not well. (laughs) Not well. Um, That is a challenge. Yeah. That's a huge challenge because probably because I'm successful, I'm also so happy for everybody else's successes. So I just don't understand it. And I also, again, excuse me, I understand the shine effect, right? I look at someone in my family that just boggles my mind. Boggles my mind that after a very long separation, this person was allowed back into my life and instantly is a part of massive events, massive things, and then still couldn't keep it together and still like had to be a dick. (laughs) And you're like, you could have had it all. Even despite you were forgiven, all these things were done for you. You can't help yourself. And so it's really hard for me to understand it because I'm like, if I was in their shoes, I would want to be super nice and like hope that whatever come came my way, I would be like thankful for, you know? Um, and, and, you know, I'm someone who has shared so much of my success with, you know, various family members and stuff and gone out of my way to help people and, and so, yeah, that, that's a really challenging one for me. Um, and so a lot of therapy, guys. <laughs> Truly. Though. Currently still in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not. That's why they say it's lonely at the top. And so, and that's why 
you know, a lot of times we want to quit and just have a normal life because we just wish things would be easier because it can be very painful, very lonely, very hard. And then you're like, okay, that's not really for me. Unfortunately, that's not me. And I'm not going to be happy in that situation either. So then you have to just kind of forge your own path. Sometimes you have to create your own family. Um, I was just telling my dad this the other day when I was home. I said, dad, you know, you have to start your new life now. You know, like my dad lost my mom, his dog and his brother all in a matter of months. And I said, we're all forging our new normal. And it hasn't been normal for five years. We haven't had a normal kind of holiday or anything. It's all been hard. So we have to create what those new things are going to look like. We have to create, um, you know, new things and new things to look forward to. So, um, you know, I'm creating my family and the people that I want to be around me that are going to make me better and expect more of me and keep me to, you know, hold me to the, the fire and stuff and, and people who are going to be happy for me. Um, and so, yeah, that's all I'm doing. I think it's so hard as a female too, right? It's like, I don't know. I just think we carry so much shame and guilt and feel like we need to like, Oh, I'm sorry. Make it good for everyone else. Right. Don't be jealous. Don't be. And it's just like, I don't know. It's, that's a, that's a difficult one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like, it's not your responsibility to make someone feel good about themselves just because you're doing, just because you're doing well. That's making them feel bad about themselves. That's not your fault. You shouldn't dim yourself down. Oh yeah. How do we get past that? I'm so good at it, Pooja. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's, that's been the thing is I was taught, my mom told me, Maria, they're just jealous. Don't give them a reason to be jealous. So from like high school, I would dim as much as I could. It doesn't mean that the opposite didn't happen in moments where I was at a pageant and I won and I was like, oh my God. But I dimmed myself as much as I could to survive. And that's happened in so many scenarios throughout my years that I'm having to unravel all of that to um to realize wait it's also made me not have self-worth and not value myself because i've been so good at being like oh no i'm nothing it's nothing oh you know to make people feel comfortable yeah oh yeah but that's on them oh but like how do you get there that's so hard Mm -hmm. that's so hard okay my last one maria which i really like this is there anything you would have done differently just throughout your career experience journey Yeah, I think there are. I think that there are moments where you lose your humility. Um, And I definitely think I, I fell into some traps of what I was told things were supposed to look like or how it was supposed to be because I would look at the people ahead of me and kind of mimic behavior and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that was stupid. Why did I do that? Or how come I acted like this? Why did I think I, I should have had this? So there are like little teeny moments, nothing like major. Um, cause I think overall I was, um, grateful and all of that, but there, you know, there are moments where I'm like, I shouldn't have been looking at them. They weren't the right model. <laughs> so you have to be really careful who you're taking advice from. I always say it, who you're taking advice from. And, um, you know, like there were little things like, they would have us do these local news cut-ins and the people around me always bitched about them. Like, Oh, I gotta go do the cut-in. Meanwhile, Kevin would be like, Maria, no, you get to go do the cut-in. It's later in the day. So it makes your day longer. And they made it like, so such a negative thing that I was just like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm being used and, or, or, um, yeah, like I'm being used in a sense and, and, you know, Oh, I can't believe I have to do this. And now I look back and I'm like, no, that was just more exposure actually. And, and that was really silly of me to adopt their beliefs and make them my own. Um, so it's, it's little things like that, that, you know, you can't pitch a perfect game. So you look back and you're like, Oh, that wasn't the best way to handle that. Um, so it's like little things like that. Well, I think you're making up for it by now sharing literally everything with us. So there you go. That herd mentality is hard, though. Mm. You know, it's like 
you, it, Kev always talks about it. It's the barstool people, right? They just drag you down. It's so easy to go down because having your own opinion, you get looked at like you're crazy and our society teaches us don't be anyway. So that's, yeah. that's a difficult one. I always say like, oh my God, please take your advice from not the middleman, not the best friend who right. may be jealous of you. And you don't even know it. Take it from super successful people. And so that is your best bet because there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be like, you're being used, you're being this, you're being that. I watch people in our lives, you know, have assumptions and, and kind of screw themselves out of a really good situation with really good people because they let the voices get to them. And so I'm lucky that I had a real strong rudder. Um, so there were only like these teeny little things that okay, that was stupid. I was so young. What did I know? Like I really was so young um, when I started out in this business. But yeah, I think you have to be super, super careful. Um, so. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I feel like that was fun. Thank I, I want to do more of these. Okay. More Maria Q&A. Yeah. Okay. I learned a lot. Me too. I cool. love that. I'm glad. All right, guys. Well, if you haven't hit subscribe on YouTube, please do so you won't miss an amazing episode. If you haven't rated and uh, commented on Apple Podcasts, that is our Christmas wish. We had another amazing one that popped up recently that just blew my mind. We'll share it on our next episode because we do it on Mondays now. I understand. Um, <laughs> but um, but that is our Christmas gift. We want to get to 2000 before the end of the year. So if you can hijack phones around you at the dinner table yes. and do it, whatever you have to do. Make a new login. <laughs> Make a new login. Create some fake pro. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, if you could head over to Apple Podcasts, we'll leave a link in the summary of this episode um, and share it with a friend, share the show, share an episode that's moved you, that's changed you, that's helped you. One of the things Kevin was telling me the other night when he was trying to like really get into my head and say, you should be proud of yourself. He's like, Maria, I see the reviews that other people get on their shows. And yes, some people get way more reviews than you. He's like, and they're all like, Oh my God, I love this person. They're awesome. And this and that he goes, yours are you've changed my life. The show has changed my life. It's transformed. It's helped me through a worse time. And, and so he's like, it's just a different kind of thing. And so I am really proud of that. And I'm proud of what we've all built together. And I'm proud of this heel squad. And, um, and so, um, I'm grateful that we're on this journey together. And of course I want it to grow and I want for us to reach more people. So if you can share it with people, share it with a friend, that would be incredible. In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Hill Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.